Welcome to Tardi Mecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Adina Schmidman. What a remarkable accomplishment. You have learned 742 prakim of Nach, Mazel Tov and Yasher Koach to each of you who is part of this remarkable community. May you go from strength to strength, Mechayel El Chayel. May we merit to see the prophecies of Geula redemption. And may those words of Nechama consolation be fulfilled speedily in our days. A special heartfelt thank you to Mrs. Nechama Wolfson for her generosity in sponsoring this cycle of Tarad Imecha Nachyomi in memory of the special women in her life. And now for Perek Lamid Vav 36, the final Perek in Divrei Hayamim Beis. Welcome to Torot Imecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rufgrasimonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayamim Beis, Perek Lamed Vav, Chapter 36. The people of the land make Yehoyochoz, son of Yoshiyohu, king in Yerushalayim, in Yoshiyohu's stead, even though his brother Yehoyochim is older than him, as Rashi notes. Yehoiachaz is 23 years old when he begins his reign and he reigns in Yerushalayim for a short three months. Then the king of Egypt removes Yehoiachaz in Yerushalayim, meaning, says Radak, he removes him from ruling in Yerushalayim. And he finds the land for a hundred kikar of silver and one kikar of gold. The king of Egypt makes Eliyokim, Yehoiachaz's brother, king over Yehuda and Yerushalayim, and he changes his name to Yehoiakim. Nechoi, king of Egypt, takes Yehoiachaz, his brother, and brings him to Egypt. Yehoiakim is 25 years old when he begins his reign, and he reigns in Yerushalayim for 11 years. He did that which was evil in the eyes of Hashem, his God. Posuk 6, Olov Allah Nevuchat Netzar, Melech Bovel, Vaya Asrehu, Banachushtayim Lahailichai Bovela. Nevuchat Netzar, king of Bovel, came up against him and bound him with Nechushtayim, which Matsudas David says is copper chains, to bring him to Bovel, and Matsudas David says Yehoiakim died on the way. Nebuchadnezzar brought some of the vessels of the Beis HaMikdash to Bovel and he placed them in his Heichol in Bovel. Mitzudas David says his Heichol means his palace. Malbim says his Heichol means in his temple for idolatry. And the rest of the matters of Yehoiakim and his abominations that he did and what was found about him, which Mitzudas David says means his abominations in secret that were later revealed, they are written in the book of the kings of Yisrael and Yehuda. And Yehoiachin, his son, reigns in his stead. Yehoiachin was eight years old when he became king and he reigned for three months and ten days in Yerushalayim. He did that which was evil in Hashem's eyes. King Nebuchadnezzar sends for Yehoiachin, first by sending his soldiers and then he comes himself, says Malbim, and he brings him to Bavel, im klei chemdas beis Hashem, with precious vessels of the Beis HaMikdash. Regarding the precious vessels... In Perak 35, we mentioned Yoshiahu ordering for the Arain to be moved, either back to its place, having been removed by Menashe and Amain and replaced with idols, or that the order was to hide the Ark so that it would not be exiled. 
there is an opinion in Yoma 53 that in this mention as per our parak of study today of King Nebuchadnezzar taking precious items to Bavel that this refers to the Arain, that it was exiled to Bavel. He makes Tzidkiyahu king over Yehuda and Yerushalayim. Rashi says Tzidkiyahu is Yehoyakim's brother. Tzidkiyahu is 21 years old when he becomes king and he reigns for 11 years in Yerushalayim. Posuk 12 He did what was evil in the eyes of Hashem, his God. Translating with Metsudas Dovid interwoven, he did not humble himself before Yerumiyahu the prophet, who prophesied to him from the mouth of Hashem, Hashem's word. Posuk 13. And also, he rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by Hashem. He stiffened his neck and strengthened his heart from returning to Hashem, God of Yisrael. Metsudas David says Nebuchadnezzar had made him swear to be a servant to him. And the expression of him stiffening his neck is as if to say he stiffened his neck so much to the extent that it was impossible to turn his face to Hashem. Looking at Pesukim 14 to 16, also all the officers of the Kohanim and the people are extremely disloyal, doing all the abominations of the nations, and they defile the temple that Hashem had sanctified in Yerushalayim. Hashem sends to them, says Metsudas David, he sends his words to them, via his messengers, Hashkem v'shaloyach, meaning, as per Metsudas David, he sent them early in the morning, meaning with alacrity, because Chomal al-amay al he took pity on his people and his dwelling place. But they mal'ivim, which Metsudas Tzion says mock, they mock the messengers of Hashem, voizim devorov, and scorn Hashem's words. And Metsudas David says they mock his prophets, or that they say that the prophets are mistaken. Ad alis chamas Hashem ba'amoy ad le'ein marpe. To the point that the anger of Hashem rose against his people to a point of no cure. Malbim says on Pesukim 12 to 16, that Tzidkiyahu's sins were that he didn't listen to the words of Yermio and that he broke the oath. And this is accompanied by the sin of his generation, that they were wicked. And so Hashem sends prophets daily, but they don't listen. To the point, as we see in Posuk 16, that Hashem sees that there is no healing for them because they do not want to return by any method. So terrible outcomes ensue. Pasuk 17, Vayya'ala lehem es melech kastim. Vayya'harayg b'churehem b'cherev b'veis miktoshom. V'loi chomal al-bachar, v'sula, zokein, v'yoshesh. Hakal nosan b'yodai. He brought up against them the king of the kastim. He killed their young men by the sword in their Beis Hamikdash. And he had no pity on young man or maiden, the old 
or the very old, as Radak renders on Yoshish. He gave them all into his hand. Mitzudas David says Hashem inspired the king's heart to come up against them and Hashem gave them all into the king's hand. Posuk 18 V'cholklei beis ha'eloikim Ha'gadolim v'hakatanim V'oitzreis beis Hashem V'oitzreis ha'melech v'sorov Ha'kol hevi vovel And he brought all the vessels of the house of Hashem, great and small, and the treasures of the house of Hashem, and the treasures of the king and his officers, to Bovel. Pasuk 19 They burnt the house of Hashem, the Beis Hamikdash, the beautiful Beis Hamikdash that Shlomo HaMelech built, and numerous kings restored, the meeting place between heaven and earth, the place of more powerful tefillah, prayer, the place of Hashem's Shechina dwelling. They broke down the wall of Yerushalayim. V'chol armanosea sarfu vo'esh. And they burned all her palaces in fire. V'chol klei machamadea lahashchis. And all its precious vessels to destruction. Says Mitzudas David, they broke them and damaged them to destroy them. Pasuk 20. Vayegel hasha'eres min hacherev. El bovel. Vayihiyuloi ulevonov la'avodim. He exiled those remaining from the sword. To bovel. And they were slaves to him and his sons. Ad malich malchus poros until the Persian rulership reigned, meaning, says Mitzvah David, until the king of Persia conquered Bavel and ruled over it. Mitzvah David on Pasuk 21 explains that this exile, which lasts 70 years, is to fulfil Hashem's words as delivered through Yirmiyahu, that they would be in exile until the land was appeased, for the people not having fulfilled the mitzvahs with the land of Shemitah and Yovel. During the days of desolation, of exile, through this the land was appeased as compensation for them having worked the land when they shouldn't have. During the desolation, the exile, when the inhabitants were not in the land and thus not working it, the land rested. Psukim 22 and 23 close the Perak with a tone of hope after such devastation. Uvishnas achas l'chiresh melech poras. In the first year of Khoresh, king of Persia, in the first year of his rule over Bovel, that is, l'chleis devar Hashem b'fiyir miyohu, at the conclusion of the word of Hashem, by the mouth of Yeremiahu, he ir Hashem es ruch koresh melech poras, 
Vayaver kol b'chol malchusoi. Hashem awakened the spirit of Kairash, king of Persia, and he commanded to proclaim, as per Matsudas Dovid, in all his kingdom, v'gamba michtov leimar, and in writing, saying, Kai omar Kairash melech poras. So says Kairash, king of Persia. Kol mamlechois ha'aretz, nosan li Hashem Eloike hashomayim. Hashem, God of the heavens, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. V'hu fokad olai livnoisloi vayis, b'yurashalayim asher b'yuhodo. And he has commanded me, says Rashi through Yeshayahu the prophet, he has commanded me to build for him a house in Yerushalayim, which is in Yehuda. Mi vachem mikol amai, anyone among you of his entire people, and we'll translate the last few words as paradox rendering. So anyone among you of his entire people, Hashem Eloikov imoi v'yo'al. May Hashem, his God, be with him, and he may go up. Matsudas David says he is saying, anyone of you who is from Hashem's people, Hashem will be with him to help him, and he will go up to his land. I give permission to go up. V'chidohi, referring back to an association between the number 87 and the redemption from Egypt, notes that perhaps whenever the prophets say Ani Hashem, which is also an association with the redemption at that time, which has the numerical value of 87, it denotes Hashem's mercy. And it says Ani Hashem to sweeten Eloikim and to bring salvation. The gematria, the numerical value of the first letters of the final words in our final posuk of Tanakh, Hashem Eloikov Imoi V'yo'al, equals 87, which is the same as the numerical value of the phrase Ani Hashem, that Hashem has mercy on us. And the last letter of the books of Chumash, the last letter in the book of Devorim, Le'enei Kol Yisroel, which is also the last letter of the 24 books of Tanakh, the Yo'al, is the letter Lamed. And to connect the written Torah with the oral Torah, the first letter of the oral Torah is the next letter in the Aleph base after a Lamed, where the written Torah leaves off in the Aleph Beis, the oral Torah starts with a letter Mem. In the merit of Torah comes redemption. Let Hashem's mercy reign. Let the learning continue. And as we are learning this Perek, may we already be learning from the mouth of Hashem directly, as the Chidah references here in the days of Moshiach, having already moved into the final Geula with the Beis HaMikdash rebuilt. Thank you so, so much 
for studying together Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Rizal Rochelbus Arie Leib, and Rachel Cyclin, Rochelbus Schlomer. <laughs>